0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Behind the Veil, a show that provides insight into the world of weddings and events. It's nice to have you all back on the, with, with us on the show today. We're going to be talking about that one thing that everybody loves when they come to a, a, an event or in a gala: is that beautiful glass of bubbly. Um, our guest today, Carolyn Mariani, is with Potega, and she was on, a, if you remember, a year ago, and that garnered. 20,000 plus views. And so we thought as we get closer to the holidays, we need to have her back. So let me introduce her. Hello, Carolyn. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me back. Oh, That's, I'm so excited because last, seriously, last time, like people went crazy over the bubbly.
1: Well, I think it had something to do with the fact that you used the word naked in your intro. <laughs> it was naked. <laughs> we didn't do that this time. So I don't know how it's going to turn out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we did. did we, yeah, we called it the naked grape or something like that, right? The yep, naked grape. Yep. Oh my god! But ser- seriously, you know the 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 bubbly world is a, a is like one of those like high. It's an intense marketplace mm-hmm. for a lot of these producers, and of co- of course, lately the big controversy between champagne and prosecco has been growing bigger and bigger because more and more people are realizing that prosecco is equal or not even is better than champagne in many, many aspects. And well, of course, Prosecco is on the top of that.
1: Exactly. So it's Prosecco is definitely the fastest growing varietal in the U.S. Yeah, And people tend to think of champagne as strictly for uh, special occasions, whereas the um, Prosecco can be more of an everyday drinking wine. So and it makes great cocktails. So you right. have lots of options with prosecco, um, which you wouldn't necessarily take with a more expensive product like champagne.
0: But you know when you look at the the, the gold bottle that everybody knows. When so when you're looking at uh, Bottega, everybody sees the gold bottle. They know that gold bo- gold bottle. It's been imitated, but not replicated, hmm. in many instances. People get it. I mean, they see that and they know instantly it, it's Bottega.
1: That's so nice that you recognize that because Bottega actually patented the process of dipping the bottles in what we call liquid metal. So it yeah. creates full mirror finish and other people have tried to do it and um, it's out there in the market, but we're the originators. of it, So we're very proud of that.
0: It's incredible. And, you know, one of the things that I really think is impressive, and, you know, when we talk about the, the difference between champagne and Prosecco, a lot of people don't understand that champagne is be- because of of where that grape is actually grown. And that's the reason it's called champagne It's because it's a specific reason, not because it's a different grape or that it's any better or worse. It's just there's a very specific region where that right. grape is grown, Right.
1: So they fall under the umbrella, the same umbrella of sparkling wine. Yeah, And then underneath that umbrella, you have Cava, which is from Spain, uh, Champagne, which is from France, Prosecco, which is from Italy. You have sparkling wines from California as well. So the Californians might st- say that it's a champagne style wine, but they can't actually call it champagne because yes. it doesn't come from the champagne region of France.
0: I find that crazy. I, I, I seriously, I find that crazy because it's it, it's many times better than champagne. Because I don't really <laughs> like champagne, to be honest. I'm not a big fan of champagne, but mm-hmm. I love prosecco because there's just a, a, a different vibe, a different flavor to it. You know, talk a little bit about how Bottega creates its product because it really is unique. I mean, the fact mm-hmm. that it's it's all handpicked is. <laughs> a little over the top, I think, right? It
1: is, it is. Sustainability is a, one of the key focuses of Bottega as a winery, uh, as a business on the whole. And so that's really critical to them. So the grapes, the Glera, um, and we use in our in our gold Prosecco, Glera grapes. And picked, as you said, they're fermented twice. Um, they are then kept, is kept in contact with which is kind of the scraps that come out of the grapes. Right. We, we they're gently pressed. And so um, it gives it a, a more complex flavor profile than like a standard Prosecco would have. Uh, but compared to champagne, I find that it's, and I think a lot of people will say this, it's not just me, that um, <laughs> it's it's lighter. You can you can have more than one glass and not get that kind of bloaty feeling. You can it's it's to me, you know, softer. So I agree. Without losing the the intensity of the flavor, so.
0: Well, and it feels a little bit more like the everyman um, bubbly versus you know, mm-hmm. I, I, but still on a higher level, right? It it's something that's accessible to everybody, but it also makes the event better, grander, more. I don't, I I, I can't think of the word, but special, you know. If you see a, a, a gold bottle of prosecco, you're like, "Oh, okay, wait, I take a, Okay, this is the special." Now it's world. fancy. <laughs> now it's fancy. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, start um, like grow your availability in so many different ways and markets that we that wasn't just accessible s- several years ago. I mean, I'm seeing mm-hmm. it in my like grocer, you know, Publix look locally carries it now. It's it's lovely to be able to grab a, a beautiful gold bottle and then present it to somebody.
1: Especially knowing that Bottega puts a lot of focus on, on the quality of their wines on, on all of their wines that's critical to them. So it's not just about the beautiful presentation, even though it's super giftable and especially with the holidays coming up, I keep saying that, but um, yeah. it's, it's yeah. such a nice gift. But the beautiful thing about Prosecco is there's, 25 and a half million gallons coming into the United States every year. So there's a price point for everybody. So it is accessible when you, when you call it an everyman product, it really is. Um, There, there are, you know, $13 price points up to $50, $60 price points. So, um, and ours is is in the the gold in particular is in the premium category.
0: Well, and now that you're coming out with a couple of different varieties, which we'll get to later, because um, you recently sponsored an, an event that I was part of, and you did little splits, which we'll show later. And it was incredible. And it was, I mean, everybody went crazy over the fact that they got these little splits because they get to take that experience home with them. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, for the origins of that that celebratory glass of bubbly, um, I'm, I mean, it's been around for Ages. So, when did Patega like get into the market? Where did it? What What are the origins of of the company? How did that this all happen?
1: Well, Sandro's grandfather, I believe, um, was a wine trader, and then his dad had the winery, and then back in the early eighties, 80s, eighties, 80s, um, passed away, and Sandro stepped in and has been running the business ever since. So he was he was a young man when he took it over. And when I first met him, we were in the both in the duty-free industry and he was selling his grappa to me in these beautiful blown glass bottles with little airplanes inside or little hearts <laughs> inside. It was super romantic. And we would sell them on in-flight duty-free programs like crazy. And then right. over the years, I've built up this company and expand the product range, expand uh, the market reach. And, and it's a global product now. I'm super impressed. I've always been impressed with him and the product and the company. And so, yeah, it's been a fun journey to watch.
0: So why do you think that the bubbly is such a a big part of our culture when it comes to celebrations? I mean, when when you think about birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, I mean, basically anything that has people come together and celebrate, there always seems to be that, you know, well, we need to have a glass of bubbly at this event. Mean. There's
1: something's just so fun and festive. You hear the cork pop, you see the beautiful bottle. There's there's something special about that whole ritual of, yes! of opening the pouring. And even if it overflows, it's, you know, or sprays all over a sports team in the <laughs> locker room. It's just, you know, it's the celebrations in our, in our country's fabric, I think. So um, if we can bring that to everybody, it's a beautiful
0: thing. Right, because you know everybody de- deserves to celebrate. You know, it really I is, that. and and of course I keep thinking about you know if you if you think back to the like nineteen fifties, nineteen forties, nineteen twenties, you know you think about these towering you know uh, champagne glasses or prosecco glasses, the little where, coops. yeah, yes, where people are pouring it from the top and it's dripping into all the glasses and stuff. I mean, I feel like that that image is almost iconic when it comes to celebrations in in the states. Mm-hmm. Do, Do and I know this is going to be a random question. Do you feel like the Americans celebrate differently than Europeans when it comes to the glass of bubbly, or is it similar? I mean, is it something that you know that we share as far as you know the 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 opportunity?
1: I love that question. It's interesting, and I think because you know champagne started in Europe, you know we those traditions just came across to the United States as the country was being built, and so I think. You know that could be a big part of the influence, but when something's really good, why? You know, like we, we should all just glom on and, and keep it running.
0: So, I, well, and I do love that, and and I think that one of the things that we're we're seeing lately is how do we expand the idea of the glass of bubbly? You know, how do we take that? first class and not just make it a first class, but make it part of the entire experience. And I love the idea of the splits because it really does allow people to take that memory because it really is a memory uh, Mm -hmm. with them home that they can, when they see it and they open it at a a later date, they go, Oh my God, remember this wedding, wasn't it? an an amazing time. And so
1: split on screen so people can see what we mean when we're talking of split.
0: Oh yes. Split. I have one like right here, right next to me
1: but i love Me this too. little split right so you have our rose gold which is awesome which is uh, a pinot nero a sparkling pinot yeah. nero and mine is the prosecco gold
0: oh my god and and so this is actually this is what i got at the one of the recent events and i have yet to open it or experience it because i just I, i'm saving it i'm for shocked it actually I'm really, <laughs> i know i'm really I'm, you know i'm saving it for a really special day because i'm like you know, oh, i'll no. give you more right I know, but you know, (laughs) still, I know, but I, I still, and I, I still look at it and when I see it, it it reminds me of what an amazing event that was and how much fun everybody had.
1: We use them in swag bags. We use them as place settings. You can actually write on the, on the, the glass itself with marker, and then use it for, you know, specific placements at a table uh, messaging. So it's, you know, it, it's, what you pour in your glass—it's—it's it's a keepsake, as you said. It's a little memento, and it's also beautiful decor.
0: So what what are the differences between, let, let's say, a champagne and a prosecco? You know, talking about Bodega. I mean, you talked a little bit about the 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 origin origins of Bodega, but you know, what goes into the grapes? What goes into because many of us out there don't know a lot about. Prosecco or even champagne. I mean, we know we know the highlights, right? It's mm-hmm. bubbly. Most people know that champagne comes from a, a, a specific region, but don't know mm-hmm. all of the the facts and figures around the bubbly. And, okay. and I keep saying the bubbly because I think that prosecco and champagne are underneath it's that a, kind a generalization.
1: of generalization. Yeah, a
0: general generalization. So you know, tell tell us a little bit about the the process, the grape, the how does bottega become Bodega.
1: So Bottega Gold is is special because it's it's from the cerviso um, region where Prosecco grapes are traditionally grown and called Glera, and as we said earlier, they're hand harvested and then go through a two step fermentation process. Uh, what's special about that, and it's different from Champagne because it is a different grape, it's a different um, different process. There's I, I think have several more steps. I'm still learning all the time, but there are several more steps to producing champagne, which also makes it more expensive. Right. Um, but the where the where these um, glera grapes and where they're from, which is their denomination of origin, which is like the classic region where prosecco comes from, prosecco mm-hmm. grape from. Um, it's very hilly, and there's a lot of different types of soil in that area. So you get the the best of all of these, whether it's a lime influence or Whatever or limescale right. limestone influence, so um and the wind, of course, the there's great um, temperature fluctuations right, so, so the house. wind
0: has influence over the taste of the grapes
1: the all the weather that impacts everything that happens weather wise impacts the the outcome and the flavor of the grapes, absolutely really.
0: So, so in other words, if it's, if it's bright and sunny or arid or there's mm-hmm. too much rain or too much wind, that all has an effect on the, the end result of the, the taste of the grape.
1: Absolutely. Yep. And the, wow. it's some, the more stress the, the grapes get, sometimes the better the, the wine. So really? if, if there's more an extreme and they've worked really hard to, to produce then uh, they could be magical. So Ooh, I
0: love that. I love that. I know, isn't it cool? And, and then how does how does it get the the bubbly in it? I mean, because you know, many people think that, you know, they think of Diet Coke or a Coke product that has, you know, you get the fizzy in the in the bottle, but you know, is is Prosecco the same process or is it different?
1: Fortunately, um, the the carbon dioxide comes into it as a natural part of the fermentation process. So these big stainless steel vats that the um that the wine is fermented in, actually they're sealed tight. And then uh, that pressure from the fermentation creates the carbon dioxide, right? And the, the pressure keeps the carbon dioxide, in, uh, pushes it back into the wine, and it dissolves into the wine. Ergo, bubbles.
0: So it's natural.
1: It's a natural process, yes.
0: See, I love that. I mean, good for you. I, 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 well, and you know, I I'm a big Diet Coke head. I love my Diet Coke, <laughs> and so you know, the fact that I I can say, oh look, I'm <laughs> drinking something that's more natural, you know, just saying. we can justify anything. Trust we them. can. Uh, <laughs> and then, I, and then, why? So I, I know that we talked a little bit about you know the difference between champagne and prosecco, but. Is there a rule that says that you can't use the word champagne outside of that region? Is that absolutely is the, There really is.
1: So it's protected by these these um, denominations of origin and so there and there are denominations as well. So um, you've heard DOC term, there's a right. DOCG which is even more strict. So if the product doesn't come it's, it's like a protection to keep people from copying the wine or using the name. Um, when it comes from, (laughs) I don't know, Toledo, Ohio, you can't just (laughs) grow grapes and call it champagne, you know? Right. So,
0: but I find that, you know, I I feel like there's like that there was a marketing ploy there somehow. I mean, I feel like really,
1: I don't know if it's a ploy, but it definitely protects the interests of the growers of that region and it protects the product. So it's like, kind of like a patent only you can't patent nature right Right. You, you can but you can certainly protect it's a way to protect um the the resources the raw materials
0: so you think that sparkling wine the term sparkling wine is is losing its i don't know its original idea that you know champagne was better and because sparkling wine now i think that everybody's starting to understand the process understand that there's different levels of sparkling wine and that in many times you can get a much better product if it's a, a sparkling wine versus a champagne, quote unquote.
1: Right. And it, there are some amazing um, producers of sparkling wines in California that right. can't use those monikers, right? They can't use champagne or, or Prosecco, but they make their own sparkling wines, which are beautiful quality. So it's just about, for me, it's it's about trying them and, you know, getting out there and being open to tasting and, and you know, that's that's part of the fun.
0: Is that part of also you know the the process of educating people about Patega? Is you know understanding that sparkling wine doesn't mean lesser?
1: Very much so, very much so. And I've had I've been at so many events and shows a year and a bit where uh, people I'll offer them a taste and they'll say, mm, "I don't like prosecco." I'm like, "Wait, right? Give me a minute. You've just got to try this one." <laughs> and I, you know, all I need is a minute, and I'm going to change your mind. And I love. Seeing people's reaction to this product, you know, particularly Bottega, it's 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 a premium product. It's focused on quality. It's you know, yeah. and and so it's a really easy sell once people take. It. And if they're not fans of of the Prosecco Gold, then we have the option of the beautiful Rose Gold, and um, which is as showed everyone earlier the sparkling yeah. Pinot which is gorgeous. Which I like.
0: Which I love. Now, I have to ask, a, a, again, a random question. So, the the bottle that I got at this, this event, which I obviously am holding on to, <laughs> came with a straw. Now, are you supposed to drink champagne or Prosecco with a straw? I don't, I mean, or is I, that for visuals?
1: It's it's certainly visual. I can drink it. This, this bottle in particular is a screw top, and your pink yeah. one is a screw top. So yeah. it's kind of like a little pocket pal that you can just wander around with and have one way to drink it. But, you know, I'm a traditionalist. I prefer to have a, I like, you know, I like to do the proper traditional way, but why not let people have some fun with it?
0: Oh, I'd love it. I mean, I just, I mean, I love everything, obviously about the, the everything about the visuals, about the marketing, about the product itself. Obviously I'm a big fan of it. You know, um, when it when it comes to, uh, people that are just getting into the idea of Prosecco. Mm-hmm. everybody wants to feel smart when they when they talk about this, right? Um, so what are some like one offs that people can say that makes them look like they have more knowledge than they actually do? Ooh, I know we're doing a little ooh. cheat sheet here. Right. So if you, if you had to say, you know, if somebody had a glass of Prosecco in their hand and they they're trying to make a conversation with somebody else, mm-hmm. what are some like basic points that they could just replicate that makes them sound smart? Like, you know, where it's grown from, you know, why it's mm. special, that kind of thing.
1: I think they they could focus certainly on the color. Um, our Bottega Gold is a, is a, stra- a beautiful straw color. It's got a brilliance to it, which is really lovely. If you focus on the it, you're going to get some white fruits like pear and citrus, Ooh. or you might get some white flower of the valley um, or wisteria. So um, you know you can certainly talk about those. Really, you know, everybody's nose is different. Everybody might taste this a little. Bit no, no, to get the exact same. But those are, those are the general uh, nuance and influences that the wine has. And then, of course, the taste. You, you want to experience the bubbles. You want to see the fine little bubbles having a little party in the glass. And, and um, <laughs> you know, that's that's a big thing. The tiny bubbles that are persistent while you're drinking yeah. and, and they don't just go flat and disappear right away. Um, that's, that's also important, too. And you certainly don't want aged Prosecco. You want right. you want a fresh product. You want to check the production date and not have any bottles not more than two or three years old
0: because really? you want
1: the freshest possible product. Yeah, it doesn't age really.
0: No. Really, you want it I fresh. didn't even know that. I didn't know that at, at all. But I love the fact that you know somebody can say, "Oh, can you can you tell that the hints of pear and wisteria in it?" I mean, because that would you know make us look. <laughs> better
1: <laughs> absolutely absolutely white fruit just generalize white fruit white flowers with the with the pinot um pinot noir the rose gold yeah. you get you might get a little strawberry instead and and once you point it out to people then they pick up on it and they know what that flavor profile is like for the next glass of wine that they have
0: so I it's love just that.
1: Well, yeah talking about it
0: i love that okay so talking about making us look better hello brooke logan stoner oh yes. party. who said party in a glass
1: wow <laughs> that was the most awesome segue
0: Did you like that i was and like appropriate. And... <laughs> well we know that brooke loves her her glass of bubbly let's just say she is a big Botega. fan of the bubbly <laughs> and they, like, sell hey. out, they sell it they sell it two blocks from my house now so i have it whenever i want it <laughs> don't you love that oh yes I mean that's one Me of the too. things I really love about the the product it's that it's becoming more accessible everywhere I mean I don't one know of if the, the thing- golds there I can't remember if the golds there or not but there's there's a few yeah. You know, so what is the range of products that Petaga now uh has out there because I know it's a lot. I mean, there. are you know, yeah. you guys started with the gold bottle and mm-hmm. then obviously you have my, like this is my favorite. I love the the rose gold. The rose gold? My, yeah, the strawberry <laughs> and the strawberry which I'm going to be using in the future. Perfect. Um, yeah, right? So ha, the, but Petaga produces a lot more than that, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, Sandro started off uh with the grappa that that's when I first met him was over the, the grappa sales. Uh the, So they have a beautiful brand called Alexander grappa, um, which is available in the U S and then he's also doing a gin, a vodka. Mm. We have still wines. They, he's got a beautiful Amarone. He's Ooh. got cordial limoncello. We call the Bottega one, limoncino, which is like a diminutive name for limoncello. Um, they have, Uh, a chocolate liqueur called John do tastes like it's Nutella flavored. It's hazelnut based and it tastes Nutella What?
0: in in a liquid form,
1: Nutella in a liquid form. It's (laughs) dangerously good. It is wickedly dangerously good. So that's a new lunch and and dessert
0: right there. Boom. I love it. See, there you go. Liquid.
1: (laughs) You're absolutely right. So they do. Yeah. So they, we have all kinds of products on offer. Um, Obviously, We can't import everything into the United States. It's not available, you know, not all of our products are available in the U.S., but we're working on expanding that. We have we also have um, a line of Prosecco called Academia, which you guys are familiar with as well. Right. And uh, that comes in the rainbow bottles. And uh, so and that's also really fun for um, targeting like event. And, and catering managers because we can theme events around the colors of the bottles. So you could order all blue or all red and green for Christmas or um, Roger Damon, now, you can order the blue and white. It's super
0: great for decor too. It, it really that. is. And, and, mm-hmm. and full disclosure, Bottega is a huge sponsor of community events. They're actually going to be sponsoring a quality Florida gala, which is this coming Saturday with the, the colorful bottles, which of course are in the colors of the rainbow. You know, and I, so I just love that because Pateka is a a big sponsor of the community at large. And, and I Mm -hmm. think that needs to be said because many of these products do not, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they, they just roll on reputation, but Pateka takes an active uh, role in sponsoring community events. And I'm, and and I'm not just talking to LGBTQ plus, I'm just talking Mm -hmm. about the community at large, you know? So I, I, I love that about this company.
1: Ah, uh, thank you. Yeah, it's it's a very message from Sandro that um, you know we support the communities that we that we sell to that we are in a, in a position where we can do it. So we absolutely should.
0: So I we enjoy that. doing that. Yeah, yeah. So if you're uh, now you're at a celebration, you're you're able to use the little hints of pear and and wisteria or <laughs> strawberry, and everybody's feeling very smart with themselves. How do you actually pour a glass of prosecco? Mean because, I mean we. I I am horrible. I mean I I'm will turn that thing. Thief. I He's will turn that thing. I, I know I will turn that thing upside down and in, into a jug. But it, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that's actually the right way to pour a glass of prosecco. What is the correct way to pour a glass of prosecco? Don't,
1: well, I don't know. I don't like to put too many rules on things because you know it's kind of what makes you happy when you're caught up in the moment and and you're, <laughs> and you're having fun. So I'll I'll open this little guy. I. I just so happen to have a little prop here
0: that I can Oh, wait. Hold on. Demonstrate. Me too. Let me just say. Wait, wait, wait. Are you going to open uh, your pink one finally? I'm going to open my pink one. Hold on. Oh, I can't get the ribbon. Did you forget to stop off of the PR package today, Keith? Oh, I I think I'm. I am so. (laughs) I'm so sorry, Brooke. I will bring you a bottle of this as soon as you know she's going to get you when we see her on Saturday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That'll be a whole other conversation. Oh no, I can't even. I can't get the. Oh
0: wait, see, it doesn't want me to. It doesn't want me to pour this thing. Okay, hold on. Oh, I got it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'm there. I'm there with you.
1: So now we're open. I just have the little one. It's obviously, you know. Not the, not the huge, I don't think I could do that one handed without making a real mess, but I, I just tend to tip my flute a tiny bit toward the bottle. Okay. And then.
0: No, I'm kidding. Let those (laughs)
1: bubbles, (laughs) let those bubbles show up, show off, come to the top. And then, you know, there's still more in this bottle so we can top up, but, um, you know, you you obviously notice the beautiful straw, yellow color. Yeah. Um, you, You notice it's kind of a brilliant color. It's, it's. Effervescent, obviously it's got that sparkle and the bubbles are tiny coming up from the bottom.
0: And they're very smart bubbles too, Keith. Just so you know. They're smart bubbles. Yes. But I mean is it important than the rest of us? Right. Is it important like the size of the bubbles? Is that a is that an actual thing? Like the size of the bottle bubbles?
1: I think for me it's more the the persistence that they that they stay bubbly, that the they're active while you're drinking it. Yeah. Because if they disappear quickly, then you have probably an aged, more flat wine.
0: More two years. More than two years kind of thing.
1: It might be a little old.
0: (laughs) And then is there is there a certain like level in the in the glass that is probably better than others? Because I've seen people pour it for like just a couple of inches, and others have poured it like an inch below the the top of the glass. Is there like a perfect place? Or is it, depends it just who's
1: paying <laughs> 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 and how much fun you're going to have? No, oh, um, that's funny. I don't think it needs to breathe
0: that much. <laughs> so- yeah. We're,
1: we're not worried about breathing here, but I think, you know, to avoid <laughs> easy spillage and that sort of thing, you know, just, just a little bit below the, the edge there that, and depends obviously on if you have those old timey, um, Champagne coupes that they used to yeah. use. You know, that's yeah, the ones that's that are supposedly the, the
0: the size of the breast of some queen or something. Oh. That was. Did you not know this? I
1: think I have heard something about this. But if you have more detail, please do share.
0: Yes, that's, that's all I got. That's all I got. No, but I mean, if you Google this, <laughs> by the way, the the actual the original uh, champagne or Prosecco cup with, or glass actually was supposedly based on oh. the breast of uh, Queen Victoria. I think it was. But. Okay that that's, that's actually a, that's actually well, a big God, lie sir. you know no it's actually a big lie but it's something that uh, people have continued to talk about it's crazy uh, let's
1: perpetuate that rumor i love
0: it. <laughs> I'm down. I'll start it well and now that we're getting into the holidays what are some like ways mm-hmm. to make a twist using potega mm-hmm. because you know everybody loves a, a beautiful glass of potega but but there are other drinks out there. I mean, there, and I'm specifically thinking that the, the, I remember I was going through New Orleans and there is a very famous drink that is made with sparkling, uh, a, a sparkling grape with, oh God, gin and a little orange or something like that. And it was fantastic. And it just Absolutely. reminded me that there are so many more options to so just the like glass. Cause it did. So it tastes it did. like Christmas. Trees. <laughs> it That's did. True. It did. Ta- it fact, fact, it, gin, it, ta- it did. It tasted like Christmas. I love Christmas. <laughs> I just don't want to eat it. You know what
1: I mean? That's fair. Gin is not for everybody, but yeah. I wish yeah. it was. I have like a gallon
0: of Tanqueray. Thanks for two years ago. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I've not been that desperate, yet, but no, no. <laughs> give, it you time. Can give it time. Share, yeah, We time. know you
1: have tons of friends to share with, so there. I you love
0: go. it. So, so what are some options? Some some recipes that people can take with them for the holidays to be able to use but take new, in new and new ways.
1: Mm, there's some things out there right now. So we, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you've heard of the Bellini, right? Which yes. the Harry's Bar made famous in Venice, and so the Cipriani Group. Um, has us bottling their Bellinis. I don't know if I'm supposed to announce that. But.
0: No, what? Oh, okay. wait, wait. Is this a, is this a, a, a like a, no, a thing? It's that... true. I've been waiting for this because it's What? We have an exclusive song. on Behind the Veil. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> we have an exclusive on Behind the Veil. Tell us again. What was that?
1: So, Cipriani <laughs> uses Bottega's, um sparkling wine, our, our Prosecco yeah. and our our peach puree, and we pre-bottle and ship it all over to um, Cipriani's locations mm-hmm. from our winery in Treviso. So you heard it here bohinis. first. Yes. I'm just
0: saying you heard it here first.
1: <laughs> so that's a fun brunch. Um, have. And then of course the Aperol spritz, which we shared with you, gosh, last year was, that, was yeah. it a year ago when we had that yeah. dinner. So that having crazy? a little Aperol in your, in your Prosecco, it makes it a, um, a, a more refreshing, I think version of a, a summertime cocktail. Yeah. And now Mark and I just discovered this when we were in um, in Italy in September, which just sounded like a very flash thing to drop into the conversation. But (laughs) I did it. There I
0: did it. Uh, It's we like a little bougie on the show, honey. (laughs) Love a little bougie on the show. Got to try.
1: Uh, But so we had a Hugo spritz. Well, we had many actually, and that's um, the prosecco with elderflower syrup and a splash of soda. Amazing, beautiful. Um, You can put. Our lemoncino inside in with the prosecco and make a nice little grown up lemon type drink. You can make a Negroni with prosecco
0: and put mm, some. I love the a roof. Negroni. Oh my god, I love a Negroni. I didn't,
1: I didn't. take you for a Negroni guy, so I'm digging oh, that. So cool. good.
0: So I good. love it.
1: All right. Note to self
0: and i've listed a couple of the the drinks that she mentioned below so if you're watching us on the youtube channel just take a look yeah. you see the aperol spritz the hugo spritz the lemon spritz and the bellini with a peach puree the cipriani and so you know you definitely got to check those out because those are definitely holiday drinks in order to you know bring a little of this into your home right
1: absolutely and what's fun as people came out of quarantine after covid and and they were home making their own cocktails people got experimental. So a lot of those ingredients in their, in their home bars now that they didn't have previously, like the vermouth and the bitters and, and stuff like that. So get creative, try it and we'll sell you more. If you don't like it, we'll, we'll make something else. We'll
0: <laughs> if you
1: mess up. We'll just sell you something else.
0: Well, and then, and then if, if people come up with a, a unique recipe or unique, unique visual, what do they do? Hashtag Bottega gold.
1: Absolutely. So we get lots of really fun um, posts from a lot of different influencers about Bottega because the you know the bottle is just so impressive and and so people you know like to make a statement. They like to glam up an, oca- an occasion. Um, they you know we talked about targeting events, uh, event companies, and and um, hotel caterers and and any kind of organizers to kind of help elevate the offer that they're giving as part of their. Um, packages to their clients so you work firsthand.
0: i I love that i mean i just i mean again when we got this as part of uh, the gift bag for that that recent event and you know and uh, obviously you guys were involved with the equality florida last year and everybody went crazy over the fact that pateka was part of it and and it was just like oh my god look at this it's incredible You know, so I, you guys are just doing some, uh, some amazing things, just amazing things. What's happening next with Bottega? I mean, are there any things that we should be on the lookout for? I mean, any like insider.
1: There's always, there's always fun things that that are in the pipeline. And um, one thing that we did actually this past Oscars, we did um, a little cooperation with Francis Ford Coppola because you know, he's a huge winemaker in yeah. Napa, So he used our iconic gold bottles and he put his wine in it. And there was one on every table at the Oscars dinner. So because it matches the Oscars statue, right?
0: Oh, I didn't even think about that.
1: See, so, so Hello? there's lots of cool things that we can do. We do white label projects. So if a, um, you know, a restaurant chain wants to have their own wine, um, certainly their own label, uh, we'll make the wine, we'll bottle it, we'll put their label on it and um, send it on over. So another fun thing we did was we made a Prosecco for Ronaldinho, you know, the mm. Brazilian soccer player.
0: I don't, I'm not a sports person.
1: That's okay. <laughs> he's, he's retired, but he's doing lots of other fun things right now. Okay. And um, so we made a Prosecco with um, his image on the label. It's this really elegant silhouette of him in the soccer ball, of course. And nice. so, so yeah, there are lots of, lots of fun things. You know, projects in the pipeline for Bottega, where we're expanding our reach, we're expanding um, access to different categories and, and market groups that we weren't in before. So um, we're bringing Prosecco to the world as fast as we can.
0: I love it. And by the way, so if if many of you are listening to us or watching us, you might have noticed that Marcy, uh, our co-host, was not available is not with us today because she is unfortunately at home with a flu. But she is definitely definitely watching because she just said, "Sorry, I couldn't be with you all today, but I still." And she said, "Sounds like a frog." I can't imagine that Marcy would ever sound like a frog, but she's perfect. I, I love know. the coop glass. Seems to be having a resurgence. Any thoughts <laughs> on how best ser- best serving ideas? Uh so they don't lose their bubbles.
1: Uh drink really quickly. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously the traveling time, you know, and the the distance that it has to the bubbles have to travel in a flute glass is, is yeah. why it's more of an ideal um vessel for champagne, but I think a little bit of old world glamour it just makes it a little fun. And you can't really pour that much in a coupe glass anyway, so right. um you know the 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 bubbles stay active because you you can sip it faster.
0: So I'm going to ask a random question and, and this is kind of like an ongoing conversation in the background. You know, people are talking about the difference between a corked bottle versus a screw top bottle. Mm. Any, any insight into. You know, the, that world, because I know that cork trees are endangered at this point. And that's it's one of true. the big reasons that a lot of people are going to the, the screw cap. I, I don't see how that lessens anything. I don't really understand it because many times the the corks that you see in bottles now are fake anyway. Mm-hmm. It, you know, going. is that is that something that Bateka is like paying attention to to the environment as a whole? You know? It
1: definitely is. So, where we source most of the corks from Sardinia, which is it's obviously in Italy, and it's a sustainable farm, so that we're replanting the trees and making sure that we're not depleting um, that resource. And so, uh, and I think a lot of companies are going that way as well. The synthetic corks are are good options, and I think um, there, there's from with the twist offs, there's less spoilage and less what they call you know. Cork, yeah, for a wine getting corked, Um, there's less spoilage just because the seal is, you know, super tight. And with cork, it's a natural product, so it can expand and contract, and it can sometimes, you know, let air in and and um, contaminants and that sort of thing. Whereas the screw top is just that much tighter, and um, it's not natural. You
0: know what? I would have never thought about the fact that you know a natural product will naturally allow other things to happen because it does expand and contract. And you know, so there is something to be said about a boxed wine, ladies and gentlemen, out there. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Hang on, hang on. Let's not go <laughs> right. there. Like, no, 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 There are some good dare.
1: ones out there. There are some very,
0: very good products out very there. Very brave and controversial today, Max, doing that. Uh, gosh, another another I one. I you know we're going to see her Saturday, right? You're, 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 I know, right? I know, right? I am actually going to see her Saturday. I'm taking you notes know, in case you forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I <did> want to, <laughs> you know, what, talking about seeing you, I mean, one of the lovely things is that you invited us. You, we were very lucky to be invited over to dinner with y'all, um, you and your amazing. Yeah, husband, Mark. Um, and you, you brought out a couple of different wines, which you briefly talked about earlier. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit about more of those wines? Because there was one that was like very fruity. And then there was one that was very heavy and lovely. Like, you know, you wanted to pair it with steak almost, like a beef or a heavy protein. And another that you wanted to really pair with like a dessert. What what are the, the possibilities? What are the options that you guys carry for those type of things?
1: We We have especially... In the you know from the winery directly there's there's a much broader range of products on offer than we have in the US so far um, but the I think the one you're talking about the red that you're talking about specifically was the Amarone.
0: Yes. And
1: and that is a really that you're absolutely right because that should be lingered over. It should be drunk with um, roasted meats and like a, a heavier kind of meal and you just really take your time with it, right? It's a contemplation type of wine. Yes. And the the cool thing about that is I went and visited those grapes um, a couple of years ago, and th- they they actually pick the grapes, they dry them on these racks, and then um, the sorry I think it came unplugged. Um, so then the the all the liquid kind of comes out of the they're almost to the point of being raisins, right? And really? then. Then they're super concentrated, and then they put them into fermentation with wine, and they rehydrate them. And so there's this really concentrated flavor, this really beautiful, oh. um, yeah, result that you get that you experienced last year. So,
0: well, when we went to Italy, my husband was obsessed with finding an Amarone in Italy because of that bottle. Oh, he was I love obsessed that. Obsessed with it, and of course, and were you it w- successful? Oh, yeah, of course, because uh, yeah. because is in, in Italy. And what I really found fascinating is that when we were in the airport, there were Bottega cafes. I mean, cafes that were serving sandwiches and all sorts of other stuff. And it was all Bottega. All, like, you know, and I sent you pictures, actually. I think I th- sent you pictures. Thank you.
1: It. I love getting them from, from my friends when they're traveling. So the Bottega has Prosecco bars in train stations throughout Europe. They have them in, you know, just randomly you'll walk into like I don't know, the Rome train station. And it's like, oh, there's a Bottega Prosecco bar, you know, and it's this beautiful, stunning, you know, environment, this beautiful impact with all the gold bottles lined up and um, the quality of the food is amazing. So that's a really fun experience. They're at some ski resorts around the world. They're mainly in Europe, actually. Right. But yeah, we're looking at expanding that concept as well because it's it's a beautiful thing.
0: What I loved about it is that there was a familiarity about it, like because we knew Bottega, because we know you obviously, and we love Bottega, and and so when we saw it, it was like a little bit of home, even though it's from Italy. Mm -hmm. We were like, "Oh yeah, we'll totally go to this little cafe. We know this brand. We know." And it was, it was just, I I can't even really describe it because here you are in a different country, trying new things, new worlds, new everything, and and so it's like, and. You wanted something more than just a McDonald's to remind you of home. You wanted like mm-hmm. a, a, you wanted to feel like you're a fancy. You're in Italy for, and- you know. You sakes. knew it was a
1: safe bet to make the purchase and right. to order the you know, with confidence.
0: Exactly. So it, it was one of those moments that we were like, okay, we know this. It'll still make us feel like we're doing something fancy, even though we know the product. And we get to be in Italy with this beautiful bottle and, and this beautiful cafe. So it was really a lovely experience on so many different levels.
1: A legitimate Italian experience.
0: That's
1: yes. Perfect. Yes. Well, it was and- awesome. And another little fun fact is that in all those airports around the world, pretty much every major international airport, Bottega, is sold in the duty-free stores. So it is <laughs> it is the number two sparkling wine globally in travel retail. So, really? So it's, it's got a huge amount of brand recognition around the world, especially with international uh, passengers and international audience. So the fact that you can see it in a train station or see it yeah. in an airport on the... The air, uh, the land side of the airport, or the, you know, even the air side is great. It's, it's a, a good step in building our
0: brand. It was funny because Brooke, you'll, you'll back me up on this. I mean, Brooke actually called me. <laughs> I sent a picture too first. Yes. He said, yeah. she said, i me a picture. Sent him like, guess what's here? Boom. And he knew where I was. It would just, come, I won't say where I was at, but I was two blocks from my house. This my yes. stop. And I'm like, 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 guess what's here? And I sent a picture <laughs> and then he called me. <laughs> oh god. I was like, yeah. I was she was excited. so excited by the fact that oh my god, that brand that she loves and 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 feels like a it was two blocks away, baby, was two blocks <laughs> away it. and so accessible for her. To be Mm -hmm. able to like buy something for a friend or have it something for a celebration. She didn't feel like she, you know, she had to go across town. It was somebody That wasn't a friend day. (laughs) I was gonna say, Brooke, did you
1: actually share it? Was it a gift or did that was all about
0: Brooke? It was a gift I gifted to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Even better. Oh, my goodness. So Okay, so tell us a little bit, like, how do we, like, how does somebody out there uh, find out more about Bottega? Like, what are some of the social media channels, websites, et cetera? I mean, we've been running the website below us, but if you're listening to our podcast, you, you're not able to see that kind of thing. So um, what are some of the opportunities here?
1: So Bottega SPA is the website. Um, SPA is the Italian version of LLC. So that's how you know it's a business, right? Oh, so. Bottega SPA.com is our official website. Um, then, of course, we have the hashtag Bottega Gold. We have um, Academia USA, which is our rainbow-colored Prosecco range. Um, right. So, yeah, that's a, and there's a lot on Instagram. If you just put in botega Gold, Bottega Rose Gold, you'll see lots of really cool images and and creative people just doing really cool things with it.
0: And if somebody wanted to order it, like, at home, Do they have to go through a distributor? Do they have to go to a, a, a local liquor store? Is it something that you can order online?
1: Fortunately, um, both the gold and the rose gold are available at Total Wine across the country. Ooh. So all Total Wine stores have both those SKUs, and I believe some of them are bringing in our gin as well. So have a, have a peek for that. When you're there, so yeah, and then the rest, you know, a lot of local liquor stores, especially in this area, because this is my backyard and this is where I live. So I'm working on getting listings, um, places on Las Olas, and and um, breaking out into bigger venues, perhaps. So um, watch the space; you'll be seeing us.
0: I, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I, you can easily, and this is something I actually just did. I mean, I'm a big fan of Royal Caribbean and we actually have our, mm-hmm. our little private person that books our, our cruises for us. It's not, it sounds more glamorous than it actually is. Anyway, I sent him a, actually a gift certificate to Total Wine to buy a bottle of uh, uh-huh. potato because I couldn't send him a bottle separately. So I'm like, here, buy, you know, buy yourself a bottle of potato on me. It that was, was cool.
1: very thoughtful. What a perfect gift
0: right and i and i and it it sounds fancy it looks fancy i mean it was like it, it hit all the notes i was like yes
1: and hopefully D-. he was impressed oh yes
0: uh, yeah we got a no junior doubt. suite on the our next cruise so we're you know we're in all it,
1: takes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it takes. Yeah. everyone rush out and buy your bottega right now
0: oh my goodness and it's and if you're down here in south florida and i mean you just like rosie's bar and grill which is a like a big place that everybody goes to down here in mm-hmm. Five Points and Walt Manors. I mean, yeah. they just added it to their beverage menu.
1: So they right? have not just the rainbow, they have the Academia Rainbow. They have our Chino. They also have the splits in the gold and the rose gold. And so yeah, they're they're big.
0: Fans, very good oh,
1: customers. I got to run, that's where I'm going
0: for lunch. Let's, let's meet up. <laughs> I'll meet you there whenever. <laughs> <laughs> right, worried. so. <laughs> I love it. So if you're in South Florida and you want to try out some of these products, go to Rosies because I tell you what, it's it's nothing better than having a really lovely glass of uh, champagne sitting out on their, out on, their on their patio. It's, it's really fantastic, yeah, Carolyn. You're a dream, as always. Always a are. dream. Oh my God. No. You, you are. No, you are. Ser- no. Seriously. It it I, I love the fact that we were able to give some hints and, and some like perspective on how some of these things are created, some some highlights on how to sound smart when talking about Prosecco. And and I just think that this is such an achievable like experience. Accessible
1: product. Absolutely. It's for everyone. Know? Everyone should have it.
0: And, oh, and by the way, Marcy said she'll be there at Rosie's.
1: (laughs) Nice. Perfect. It's medicinal. It'll be good therapy for her.
0: Right. All right. So, again, if you want to, like, learn more about Bottega, just go to BottegaUSA.com. That's their website or their Instagram at Bottega Gold. Um, I'm Keith Willard, so you can reach out to me on social media at Keith Willard, basically on all social media channels. And, of course, the always gorgeous Brooke Logan Stoner. I just want to say thank you, and we'll see you next Tuesday at 2 o'clock. But for now, we're going to say goodbye.
1: Thanks to you guys. Bye. Bye.